upon their 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 treasures and um philippians uh, sister i think sister rosie touched it about the mind he said philippians chapter 2 where he said let this mind be in you right philippians chapter 2 he said let this mind be in you which was which was also in christ uh, who being in the form of God, then it tells you, who being in the form of God taught it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. He became a man. He was in, he was in the form of God. He was God. And now he took another form and that was the form as of a man. Then when he uh, found himself in the form or the fashion of a man, the Bible said he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. And because of this, because he humbled himself, he remember what it's what it's saying that he was already he was already God there there's no higher that he could go as a God he was God he was God but um, uh, being in the form of God he humbled himself and I mean being the form of man right he humbled himself and became obedient as that when he became he had to step down from that glory that he had okay he never lost his um or he never lay aside his divinity he was always god that little um that little baby that laid in mary's arm her bosom he was god he could speak the world out of existence he was god he had not lost the power as God, he was God. See, but he became a man. Became uh, in our fashion, our likeness. And when he was found in in the likeness of man, he never he never uh, uh, fight and try to uh, to prove that um, uh, or grab to uh, to anything. But he humbled himself. And he became obedient to, to death. Even the death of the cross. That was uh, uh, yeah, very, very, uh, you know, humiliating. And uh, he humbled himself. No reputation. And he didn't seek any glory. Didn't try to, uh, to seek glory from man or from angels or from any he just came humbled himself and became obedient to death even the death of the cross he didn't have to die did you know that he died because he loved you because he loves me that's why he died he wasn't dying to save himself the bible said he who knew no sin became sin for us 
that we might become the righteousness of God. He didn't know any sin. Think of it. He knew no sin. But he became sin for us. He took your sin. If, if you could ever understand the beauty and the depth of salvation and what Christ did for you. He was God. He was God. Think of it. And when man fell away from God, sin, there's no way we could come back. In Adam all died. It was a dead creation. In Adam all died. Think of it. We were dead. Okay? And we could not resurrect ourselves. We could not come back to God. We were lost. All of us was lost. We were, we were, we were condemned to die. All of us sinners. There's not, well, I'm, I have a little good in me. We're all sinners. Everybody, every human being sinned and died in Adam. Okay? In other words, you were born dead. When you came into this world, you're already dead. Because the wages of sin is death. And that sin we inherited from from her birth. The moment you are conceived. There is sin. Poison. The sentence of death is on you. And nobody was born righteous. No. Not one. Nobody. See this old world. Every tribe. Every race was condemned to die. Nobody. No one. Could save himself. Okay. You couldn't ransom yourself. You couldn't give a, a ransom to God for your brothers. Your blood and my blood couldn't do it. You couldn't save yourself. Your your parents could not save you. Nobody could save you. See, this, this human family was lost. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That means you couldn't make it. You did not make it. Now, Jesus had to die. God needed a sacrifice. And nobody could pay it. The, all of the sacrifices of rams and bullocks and goats and whatever didn't do it. It could not remove sin. Think of that. Nothing, nothing could cleanse you from sin. How could a young man cleanse his ways? How? From the fall. By the word of God. But that word became flesh. Amen. That word became flesh. And that word is. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the word of God. Now. Let this mind be in you. See. What's the mind? That's the word. For you to have the mind of God. You have the word of God. Now if you don't study. If you don't uh, focus on the word of God. Never read your Bible, hardly read it. Or you read a verse here and there. Are you going to have the mind of, of Christ? No. And we are supposed to have the mind of Christ. Let this mind be in you. Which was also in Christ. So I have a job to do. I have to find out what is the mind of Christ. See, what is the mind of Christ? 
And then it goes on, if you continue the scripture, it tells you, um, you can even, you can even uh, back up, let me start at verse 1, chapter 2, uh, Philippians. If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, and there is, if any fellowship of the Spirit, and there is, if any bowels and uh, mercies, there is, okay? Since there is, that's what he's saying. Since there is comfort in Christ, okay? There's fellowship of the Spirit. There, uh, uh, there's a, the bowels of mercies. See, look, uh, it's, uh, it's not just up here. It's here. Look at me. It's not just up here. It's here. When, when you have a news, something, a sorrow, you get a call or a sorrow. Where do you? It's not up here. You feel it right in your bowels first. And then before it gets up to your mind, right? If you have a call right away, you, your bowels, you feel it down there. It's bowels of mercies. Okay? Uh, you have, uh, the scripture says, bowels of what? Of, of mercies. Do you see that chapter 2 verse 1? Hmm? What does it say? Bowels. Since there's bowels of mercy. Compassion. That you're supposed to. <coughs> a, <coughs> excuse me. You're supposed to have for one another. Like you hear somebody sick. You feel it. Okay. When you're, somebody's in pain. Or somebody needs. You don't run them down. But you bear one another's burden. You feel for one another. Your compassion. Amen. Fulfilling my joy. That ye be like minded. Having the same love. What? Do you see how we begin to love? That compassion. That it, It's not just for your own family or your relatives. But what about the church? Huh? Someone is sick or someone passed away. Or they're going through or they have a shortage. Or something's happening. What do you hear? Bowels of mercy. Right? Huh? Fulfilling my joy. That ye be like-minded, having the same love, okay, being of one accord in one mind. See, they, they forgot to get the church, one accord, one mind. Now, God has to do something in the church. Uh, um, I think Hebrews 10, we'll get there later on, said, he's got to write his law in your mind. Okay, now, how does God write his word in my mind? Through the Holy Ghost. See, through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the finger of God that writes the, the word of God in my mind. And for me to understand, when you're reading and studying the word of God, uh, uh, the Holy Spirit is writing it in your mind. God has to write the whole Bible uh, uh, by His Spirit in your mind. See, so He said, um, then verse, uh, what, um, 3, is it? Uh, let nothing be done through vainglory. Vainglory would be, well, you're showing off yourself, wouldn't it be? Huh? Look at me. And you do it because you want to be commended. You, you want attention. Vainglory. Oh, come, nobody's always, um, not, they're not always, they're not saying anything about what I've done. See, I, I come by the church and I, I clean the church, but they don't mention my name. How come I gave this? I remember I gave a nice offering and nobody, the pastor never talked about it. And you're looking for vain glory. But the glory that you should look for is from Christ. 
See, God will reward you. Okay, if um, if you're rewarded by men, then there's no reward from God. But uh, God sees your work. God sees your work. And he says, let nothing be done through strife. Right? You see that strife? Remember, arguing when a church is arguing, uh, uh, fighting, complaining, attacking. That's strife. There's war. You go to church, but there's war. You have you have singing, the choir, you have preaching, testimony, but then you have a session of war. When church is over, you know they're going to get war. See, the Bible said that's wrong. Okay, strife, vainglory. You're looking for, I'm better than you. See, that, 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 that's how war comes. When people want to promote themselves, they don't wait for the promotion that comes from God. You see, promotion coming not from the east nor the west. Somebody can boost you up, but doesn't mean that it's going to be good enough to be in the kingdom. See, but when God promotes you, amen. When God promotes you and when God says uh, you're doing good, then that's fine. So a strife, see, argument. Ar you know that argumentative spirit always, when you see them, you know right away, when you hear their names, you know that, my goodness, uh, it's connected to gossip. It's connected to strife. When somebody hear your name, what do they uh, join it to? Murmuring, complaining, dangerous to be around. See, dangerous to be around the saints of God. See? So uh, that spirit is there. So nothing should be done. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Your worship or uh, ministry or whatever should be done uh, through strife and vainglory. Uh, 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 churches will argue uh, who's to get a key and who's not to get a key and, and uh, who's to do, you know, strife and looking for glory from men. That's vainglory. When you look from uh, to men or, or one another for praising instead of the praise of God, you're dressing because you want somebody to see how nice your dresses or your, your suit or your shoes. And so you show off, you know, your nice car, okay? You, you, you exchange and buy that nice car. That's all right to buy, but you're doing it for vainglory because you want somebody to commend you and slap you on the back and say something nice about you. See? But, uh, but you, the, the, the Bible is going, this is wonderful right here. He said, nothing should be done uh, to strive for vainglory, um, uh, but, but in lowliness of mind. Do you get me? Lowliness. Wouldn't you say that's humility? Uh, you, you're not even thinking about yourself, but you're thinking about the steadfastness, the strength of the church. Is like our brother Andre. He was sick, right? He could have been, I, I mean, he, he wouldn't be sitting if he was home in bed or still in the hospital. No, but he wanted to be in church. You, okay, yeah, he wanted to be here. He wanted uh, to uphold and make sure the work of God goes on. And he put... He put the work of God before himself. Amen. He put the things of others. Before himself. What would that be? The things of others is the church. And the church belongs to Christ. So he put Christ's church. Which is his body. Before himself. And so he said I'll go to church. And support the house of God. And lift up the name of Jesus. And wasn't that a beautiful testimony. That he gave us. Huh. But in lowliness of mind. Let each other. That's it. 
esteem others better than themselves. Do you get? Do you see that? So if you think that, um, okay, you don't humble yourself, and I don't feel that I am a better preacher than you. I don't feel my better singer than you. You understand that? I don't feel myself above the congregation. Okay? And um, let, let each other's esteem uh, the, the things, help me, esteem others better than themselves. So in other words, you don't push yourself and say, well, I'm always up to do it because I'm a better singer. I'm a better a preacher. So you uh, uh, give, I have more turn. And uh, I want to be, be seen all the time, you know, above my brothers. No, you, uh, you humble yourself. Amen. And you don't promote yourself, but you let God promote you. Let God lift you up. Amen. And goes on, is in verse, uh, verse 5, said, let this mind be in you. Okay, then it comes, Paul arrived at what he's saying. Let this mind be in you. Wow. Uh, which was also in Christ. Notice that he reaches out now from earth to heaven, uh, to the very throne of God, to the person of God. Uh, and he said, this, the son of God, he was seated at the right hand of God. He himself was God. He could not get any higher than he was as God. See, he, he could not be promoted any higher as God because he was God. He was God. And uh, he could have, uh, uh, when... Uh, when, when, when uh, uh, someone was needed to come and redeem the human family because of the fall, right? What, what did he do? He never, he, never, he never pulled back. But I think Psalm said, 40 said, sacrifice is an offering. Thou wouldest not, right? Is that Psalms 40? Uh, Thou wouldest not. But a body as thou prepare me. Um, lo, I come in the, in the volume of the book, it is written of me. Psalms, uh, Psalms 40. Re read, read that for me right there. Sacrifice is an offering. Thou did not desire. Mine ear as thou open. His ear is like a slave. Uh, that gave himself. And my ear as thou plug. Open. <clears throat> then, then burnt offering. And sin offering. Though it's not desire that. Right? Help me. They didn't require that. Uh, then it goes on. Says. Then said I. Then said I. Here it is. Look at it. Sacrifices and all of the oxens and the bullocks and everything could not erase sin. Could not please God. See? But uh, then said I. Then said I. Lo, I come. He volunteered. You see that? He laid his glory above. He humbled himself. He became a man. When sacrifices and offering did not please God. Uh, in Psalms, then said I, Lo, I come. That's Jesus speaking right there. Lo, I come. Come where? To the earth. In the volume of the book. It is written of me. That's the Bible. You can go there and find it when it tells you in Isaiah that a virgin would conceive and bring forth a son. And his name would be called Wonderful Counselor. Didn't he tell us that? The Mighty God, the Everlasting Father and the Prince of Peace. He tells us that it would be called Emmanuel means 
God with us. Lo, I come. Then Isaiah 53 tells us the suffering of the Son of God, what he would suffer. Lo, I come. In the volume of the book, it is written of me. And if you search it, you'll find Christ. Or one brother said, I heard a preacher said, you can find him on every page of the Bible. And uh, you search this Bible, you'll find Christ. So as you read through um, the Bible, you'll find how your heart is going to come alive. Because you're going to, you're going to, and the Holy Ghost is going to tell you that's Jesus. You're going to read verses that the Holy Spirit is going to tell you that's talking about Jesus. Amen. In the volume of the book, it is written of me. I delight. Will you help me there? I delight to do thy will. Oh my God. I delight to do thy will. So it wasn't um, uh, something that uh, a burden to him. He, he delight to do it. It was a delight to come to church like Brother Andrea that delight. He wanted to be in church. Uh, you wanted to clean the church. You wanted to come to prayer meeting. You wanted to come to Bible study. A delight you have <clears throat> to read and study your Bible. You get that? Huh? See, you delight to do uh, the things of God. You delight to serve God. You know, you don't get up and murmur and complain. But let this mind be in you. Okay? Which was in Christ. What? He had a delight. He had a delight. He had a delight to serve God. He had a delight to come and be a sacrifice. He had delight to give himself as a sacrifice to deliver us from sin. He had a delight to come and restore us and to reconcile us back to God. Amen. Let this mind be in you. Okay, that you want to be a servant. And uh, uh, you rather prefer your brother more than yourself. Then said I, this powerful. Uh, lo, I come. In the volume, next verse. Of the book. That's the Bible. It is written of me. I delight. Let's read. I delight to do thy will. Oh my God. Now, how do you talk to God? Yea. Thy law. Is rare. Is within my heart. See how it got there. It's written in your heart. God wants to write the law. Uh, Hebrews 10 says. Behold the days come. Uh, said the Lord. Let me go to Hebrews 10. And. Then I come back here. It says that the, um, the wonderful scripture, isn't it? In Hebrews chapter 10, uh, tells us there about the sacrifices. Okay, chapter 10, uh, verse 5. Um, okay, verse 4. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats, uh, Hebrews 10, verse 4, uh, goats should take away sins. Not possible. Do you see that? It's not wherefore when he cometh into the world. See, same like Isaiah 40, I mean Psalms 40. When he cometh into the world, that's when he was born. As a baby, Isaiah uh, chapter uh, what, 9, a virgin conceiving. Okay? Then he says, wherefore when he cometh into the world, he said, sacrifices and offering uh, thou wouldest not. But a body as thou prepared me. When when uh, did he get that? That's a human body, a human nature. And who gave him that body? Mary. See, uh, she conceived in her womb and she carried him, the body of Jesus Christ. And uh, she bore him for nine months. 
And he said, uh, in, burnt, in burnt offering and sacrifices for sin, thou hast no pleasure. God didn't have any pleasure in it. God didn't have any pleasure. God has pleasure in your praise. In your lifting up of your hands. In your glorifying God. God has pleasure in it. Do you see that? Eh, God has pleasure in it. God delights in your uh, worship. In your sacrifice. That's why God has a church in the earth. The church bring more delight to God. Which is the body of Christ. Than any burnt offering. Amen. And any sacrifice made for sin. So verse verse 6. Is it? Verse uh, verse 7 now says. Then said I. Same like in Psalms 40. Didn't we have that? Then said I. Lo. I come. In the volume of the book. It is written of me. Uh, to do what? Thy will O God. So what's our will? What, what God wants us to do? Let this mind be in you. Okay. Which was also in Christ. Uh, what was the mind of Christ? He delight to do the will of God. Sacrifices and offering thou wouldest not. But a body as thou prepare me. Okay. Uh, verse um, 7 is it. Lo I come. In the volume of the book it's written of me. To do thy will O God. Then it goes on above when he said. Sacrifices and offering. And burnt offering. And offering for sin. Thou wouldest not. All of these offerings. All of these offerings. Uh, uh, did not uh, satisfy or please God. Neither hast thou pleasure therein. Which are offered. Which are offered by the law. Nothing under the law. Then said I. Goes again. Lo I come. Then said he. Then said he. Who is the he? That's Jesus Christ. Then said he. Uh, he's talking about. Christ. You know, the Bible is talking about Jesus Christ. Then said he, um, uh, Lo, I come to do thy will, O God. Then what did he do? He taken away the first. What was the first? What was the first? The law. He took it away. The law is gone. You cannot be saved by law. You get that? You cannot be saved by law or by law keeping. You can keep every day. And that doesn't bring salvation. But we, we are saved by the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. And we accept him uh, as our savior. Then said he. Lo I come. Read. I, I, I come to do thy will. O God. He taketh away the first. My Lord. He taketh. When he died. It was over. He taketh away the first. That he may establish. Somebody ought to shout. That he may establish the second. That's himself. The second. The last Adam. He took away all the law. He took away all of that. That he may establish the second. Praise God. The second is established. His sacrifice. What he did. When he came to the earth. When he. Laid aside his glory. He never gave up his divine nature. But he gave up the glory. And then. It was restored. John 17 will tell you that. Verse. Uh, verse 10 says. 
by the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the blood of the body of Jesus Christ once. Notice. Oh, you need to shout. When you get down in a mood and when you can't praise God and Lord, you know, are we getting that mood? And I say one sacrifice. Amen. By one blood. Amen. Jesus does not have to keep dying over and over and over for you. One sacrifice. Do you believe? Have you accepted Christ? Huh? Is he your sacrifice? He took away the first. Why? So he could establish the second. My God. Oh, you need to praise the Lord. Oh, that alone word coming to church this morning. That alone give you deliverance to know that the first is over. But the second is established. Notice, that first is taken away, but the second is established. Uh, that he may uh, is, uh, so, uh, that he took it away the first, verse 9, that uh, he may establish the second. By the which will we are sanctified through, notice, set apart, sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for once for all. He doesn't have to do it again. He never have to do it again. Okay? And every uh, then every uh, priest standing daily is telling you what they had to do. Go uh, standing daily ministering and offering of times the same sacrifice over and over every year. You know that? Over and over. And this sacrifice for sins. It, it, it could never take away sin. Can you imagine? Over and over. And that what they were, the ordinance could not take away sin. But look at the difference. Look how powerful this is. But this man. Everybody help me. But who? But this man. Can anybody tell me who this man is? But this man. Now where did he come from? Philippians 2. Okay. Where did he come uh, from? When he took the form of man. He thought it that robbery to be equal with God. But he took the, uh, the form of a man. And he became one of us. But this man. Oh Hallelujah. After he had offered one sacrifice for sins. For how long? Forever. He establishes. Amen. Remember we used that word up there? Establish what? The second was established. He take it away, the first, by offering himself as a second. And he established the second. Right? He established the second. And it goes on. But this man, after he had offered, notice how many. The others were offering daily. But this one, once, one sacrifice for sin. Forever. When you see all this, make you shout. Forever. Make you love God. Sat down at the right hand. Of God. No, notice that we're not just reading a chapter. We're breaking it down. 
Okay, we're 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 eating every we're we're sucking the bone dry. We're cert, we're we're getting everything out of it. Okay, we didn't just read through a chapter and we go into our code we gone there. No. Uh, we're finding the death, but this man after he had offered one sacrifice for sins. Now, that's what Psalms 40 is talking about. Eh? One sacrifice for sins forever sat down where? On the right hand of God. So, Philippians tells you right there. Go back to Philippians where uh, after his sacrifice, he ascended and high. Remember when he went back? Wherefore God has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. He went back to the uh, he went back to the kingdom, to the throne, the place where he's at. Stephen saw him there, and verse nine, uh, verse nine says uh, that's second uh, Philippians two, right? Okay, help me. Wherefore, stay right there, Nebu, but go back and forth a little bit. Wherefore, God had highly exalted him, notice, and given him a name which is above every name. That's when he offered up himself. Remember, he left his glory. He, he laid it down. He came down, and uh, he wasn't worrying about uh, uh, somebody taking his place. He didn't have to fight for that. He was already God. And so he didn't have to uh, push and shove and try to, you know, position. Okay, he knew who he was. And he laid that glory down. Coming to earth. And while he was here, he wasn't worrying about his place in glory. That uh, somebody's going to take his place. Nobody could. He came here because he delighted to do the will of God. Are you getting it? He came here to fulfill. He came here to take away. To bring to an end. Uh, that which was not pleasing to God. That's the sacrifice of bullets. Okay. It could not be established. The promises of God could not be established. Upon the, the, the blood of bulls. And so. There was only one sacrifice that was needed. We sing that song. There was only one sacrifice. And that was the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Right? Uh, 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 Acts 20 tells us that we were purchased. The church was purchased by or with the blood of God. Is it, can you imagine? You're here because God bought you. With what? A price. With his own blood. How precious it is. Huh? And you're just going to let the devil take it from you. You don't, you don't put the value on the blood. What you're saying is that that spirit... Is more powerful than the blood. But uh, but uh, we were talking the other night. See that you be not troubled. By spirits. Because they are not greater than the blood. They are not greater than the power of God. So why are you troubled by spirits? Oh, See that you be not troubled. A demon afflict, afflicting your mind. And talking to you and tormenting you. When you got the power to rebuke that devil. In the name of Jesus. But you have got to open your mouth. And I will feel it. But the devil harass you and you just keep your mouth quiet and you listen. But you need to just open your mouth. And out of your mouth go a sharp two-edged sword. That's the word of God. 
And you begin to rebuke the devil and praise God. And what happened? The Bible said, let the high praises of God be in your mouth. Is it there? The high praise of God be in your mouth and a sharp two-edged sword in your hands. That's the word of God. Amen? It's in your, it's, it's in your hand, but it transferred to your heart, in your bowels, and in your mouth. And you rebuke the devil. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And that greatness that's in you begin to come out to him that against him that's in the world. And when the enemy comes in, what happened? Like a flood, the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God rise up in you and lift up a standard against him. You're, you're a powerful child of God, but you don't know that. But the devil will tell you you're small and you can't do it. And somebody else is better than you, so let them teach you. Let them tell you about God. No, that's not true. See, you've got a wonderful weapon in your hand. Why don't you use it? And you've got the mouth of, uh, uh, to praise God. I praise it of God. Uh, Revelation 19, the saints of God going to say, Amen and Hallelujah. Right? Remember Revelation? Those are four Hallelujahs. Revelation 19. Hallelujah for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. You need to take on that fire. You need to read the Bible. Get fired up and get stirred up. We need to come alive. The church need to come alive. And get the fire of God in your bones. Hallelujah. For the Lord God omnipotent reign. We focus on COVID and all that's going to happen. Come on. Uh, you're going to die anyway. So, uh, uh, But you don't have to worry about death. Huh? Uh, uh, God is uh, sending his son back. To, ra to raise you whether, you whether you sleep or wake. Uh, so you serve God and you go you go down praying on your knees, trusting God and rebuke the devil off your back, out your mind. And amen. Don't uh, don't be careless, but don't be uh, don't be fearful either. Amen. Don't uh, have uh, that mark. And the devil will drive you crazy. Huh? This COVID will drive you up a wall if you listen to all the news and all of that. You know what? Because man, uh, how many? How many is turning to God and crying out and said, Lord, help me? Huh? When they, there was a plague in Egypt and it didn't touch the children of God, right? Remember? Remember the dead angel didn't touch them? Because they were uh, under the covering of the blood. When I see the blood still stand, I will pass over you. And you need to let the blood of Jesus Christ prevail. Apply it. Have you ever read it? Unto him that loved us and washed us. I, I, I think of that scripture so much. Unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins. When, uh, when the devil is attacking you and you feel guilty, what do you do? Huh? Just close the door and turn, uh, turn it on and take a shower. And you know when the devil is attacking you and, and you feel that bondage and overwhelm and you're weak and you're stressed out. Well, have you had a bad lately? I'm talking about a bath in the blood of Jesus Christ. You see, those that go through the tribulation, they learn to take a bath. Right? Tribulation saints learn to take a bath. The Bible said, and they wash their robes. Uh, have you washed your robes? Every day you wash your robes, said Revelation 1 tells you, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his blood. Come on, it's easy. You get down by yourself. When, when, you're, when you're taking a bath, you don't have nobody there. You close the door by yourself, naturally. Well, spiritually, you close the door and down on your knees or lifting up your hands 
and turn on the shower. Let it come out warm. And let it come out hot. And let it come out nice and spicy. The blood. Oh, that blood prevails. The blood of the everlasting covenant. That you have to wash you and make you clean. Amen. That wonderful blood of Jesus Christ. That redeeming blood. That cleansing blood. The church need to get the blood back. That's why the church is so dead. And we are fighting and wars. And instead of building and helping one another. We want to we want to turn wild beasts. And tear and devour. And eat up one another. Eh? And we are going to the same heaven. Uh, we want to turn. And uh, 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 the, the preachers are the men, on the menu. What have you got for supper? I got a roast preacher. Uh, a barbecue preacher. See they are on the menu today. Man, that, man, that's men and women that's standing up for God. See, and you fight and attack them. And what do you have after? Nothing. But let me tell you something. Every man and every woman that trusts God, God will bring them through. Trust in the Lord. Oh, I feel like shouting. Trust in the Lord. I feel like praising God. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. I feel like praising the Lord. Tell the devil, get off my back. Get off my mind. Get out of the church. You're not here. You're gone. Are you ever feel like telling them that? Uh, don't just sit back. In your generation, be a warrior. Be a fighter. If God says clap your hands, do it. If he says shout with the voice of triumph, then you go ahead and do it. You lift up your voice and get the strength of God. And you will see what God will do for you. Amen. We have to rise up and open our mouth and let God know. And let the devil know that we are on the Lord's side. Amen. Praise God. And you'll find that God is going to write that law. Amen. God's going to write his law. Don't you want it written? That's what we are doing this month. This morning. If you have some blank empty areas in your mind. Let God write. Don't, let, don't fill it up with the world. What are you meditating on? When you have an empty space. Fill it up with God. Take time and meditate with God. And ask God to help you. Oh I like this. Pray for God. Had highly exalted him. And given him a name. Which is above every name. Huh? That's a wonderful scripture. That, that I can't even finish it tonight. Today. Said Verse 10 says. A name. That, which is above a name. That notice here. That at the name. Of Jesus Christ. Every knee should bow of things in heaven, things in earth, and where things under the earth. Everybody, everywhere, things is going to bow. So why don't you bow now? You go ahead and bow now. So you won't have to be forced to bow. Verse 11 says, And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Is he Lord? I said is he Lord? To the glory. Of God the Father. So God's going to get glory. Uh, you're going to kneel. Isaiah also tells us that. Isn't it? Isaiah tells us that every knee would bow. Uh, it's, there, it's there in Isaiah. And. Uh, uh, every tongue would confess. That Jesus. I mean, well you know that he's Lord. Isaiah, you, 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 I think you can uh, find that. Uh, but anyway, that's 
that's okay, no, I'll get there another time, but other, other scriptures, the prophets back it up. Okay, that uh, was it or Isaiah 45. Uh, look at that, Isaiah 45. Go to verse uh, 22, 24. That's verse 10 in Philippians chapter 2. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things on earth and things under the earth and that every tongue should uh, uh, confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Go to Isaiah. Let me get that one. Isaiah 45, verse 20, 22 to 20. You find that? Okay, come on. Uh, let's, let's read that if you find that. Is it what I want? Yes, I have uh, I have sworn by myself. The word is gone out of my mouth in righteousness. Is that verse 22? Okay, the word is gone out of my mouth. I have sworn by myself. The word is gone out of my mouth. Can you read? Of my mouth in righteousness and shall not return. That unto me every knee should bow. Well, that, how many? So that was written in the Old Testament. But can you find it in the New Testament? And connected to Jesus? Huh? That every knee should bow. Every tongue should swear or confess. Verse uh, 24. Surely one shall say. In the Lord of I righteousness and strength, even to him shall men come, and all that are incensed against him shall be ashamed. So men are going to come to him in the kingdom. And all that you have something against him? Eh? You incense against him? You you have a charge against him? Eh? You won't submit to him? You have to be forced? What's going to happen to you? You shall be ashamed. But we don't want to be ashamed. So we do it willingly and we do it out of love. Because we love the Lord. Is there something else there? 45? That's it? And then in the Lord shall all the seed of Abraham be justified. And shall glory. Justification. Now notice here. All the seed of Abraham. That's include Gentiles. Huh? Yeah, well, well, not all those, not all those are of Israel are Israelites, okay? Because even people in the church, okay, you are Abraham's seed by faith in Christ, okay? So here we are confessing, here we are bowing. What are you doing when you come to church? You're doing your bowing now. But if you don't, the guy on the the guy on the street that's not bowing to Christ now, he's got to do it. Every president has to do it. Every rich man has to do it. He said, I won't ever do it. Yes, he will. He will. Money, money don't mean nothing. That's just paper. Gold coins, it's just... You can't hear gold. You, can you hear that, that check? You can't. You'll bow. Can you hear that boat or that car? When, 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 when I go and I lay by the beach, it is still God ocean. I bought it. Bought what? 
Do you know that how many people before us own this building? Some of them you don't even know. They're gone. When they first move in here, oh, we forever. It's nothing forever. That house you have, 10 years from now, if the Lord tarry, you might not even be somebody else. Nothing is permanent but the grace of God. That car you have, and you're so excited, and you walk around and dream, and you get up in the night, look, look through the window at it. And after a while, you walk by it. Are you in it? You don't even know it's the same car. Nothing is permanent. That nice clothes and dress and suit that you have to have. Beautiful shoes. And it got dirty. You have to clean it. And you put it in the cupboard. You don't even remember. You got shoe, don't you have shoes and clothes in your cupboard that you don't even know? But you had to have it. And you couldn't do without it. But, uh, but so, so those things are. But it's only one thing that's steadfast forever. And a knowledge of the word of God. And God promised to write it in. Let me begin to close. Write it in our minds. Huh? In the Lord shall all the seed of Israel be justified. And shall glory. Glory in the Lord. Let him not glory glory in this thing that he knows the Lord. Is that all? Amen. And did you get something today? I think I'll just wind it up right there. I think I'll just wind it up right there. Amen. Oh, I just I just felt.